episode 684. Hello, friends. Hello, friends. So many even numbers in that. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Brain Candy Podcast. Susan here. Sarah Whitney here. (laughs) I can't make my name longer. Oh, we are here. We are here. How are you, Sarah? I'm doing well. Can't complain. I'm, uh, I mean, I'm sure I can think of something to complain about. But I have been thinking a lot about how you said uh, how I've been. I go to the movies all the time and like look at this like lifestyle. I'm that mad I have about it. That's so like, yeah, you went bowling the other day, and I was like, you know what? Bowling. We didn't. We didn't go bowling because oh. I I was too tired. I had to go home and go to bed. I was like Eli. I'm gonna. T- I, it was like Friday night. I'm like, well, okay. This crazy thing happened. So. We're on our way to dinner. Eli's like, I told Eli I wanted like a date night. I want like a like, take me out. And he's like, okay, what kind of food do you want? This, this, or or he named like a, a he's like Italian sushi or African. And I was like, African. And he's like, oh, okay, let's do it. And I was very sure about it. I was like, I want to go there. And then we're driving there. And I know nothing about where we're going, where it is, anything. I've never been there. It's in a totally different part of town. Like it's, oh my God, it was so fucking good. Oh, I can't wait to go back. On our drive there, I go, you know what I'm in the mood to do? Go bowling. This place shared a parking lot with a bowling alley. Wow. That's we pulled lucky. up and Eli was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I was that's like, He was like, that mm-hmm. was psychic. And I was like, I right. know. And remember how sure I was about where I wanted to go to dinner? Like, And then I said I wanted to go. Like, yeah, how crazy is that? All signs point to perfect strike. Perfect. Right. And then my ass got too tired. And I was like, okay, well, now we know it's here. So next time. I'm shocked by that. I, got, I was too, uh, this whole going to bed early thing, like, or like, you know, waking up early. I'm tired now. I just can't, par- I can't rally. Yeah. Grandma. I get it. Yeah. So. But anyways, I mean, we bowling go is good times, great oldies. I know you love time. it. I love it. And then Eli drops it on me that, and I thought he was lying, but he's not. He said, that he was in a bowling league and was going to go professional. <laughs> and I was like, you're such a nerd. And then I remembered how my best friend stole bowling shoes and she loves bowling. And I was like, wow. I love it. Well, All of my closest friends have a lot of things very... The people I love the most have a lot of similarities to Eli. Well, I mean, uh, for me, in the Midwest, bowling is, you know... Very popular, but I don't know why he was into bowling. That's a I weird don't either. Part He's like, yeah, Rip Van Winkle Lanes. It's <laughs> insane. That was the name of his bowling lanes, and I, oh, I, I, I really believe him. He's like good at weird shit, and like, and then the kind of person who like wants to be really good at things. So he would be the one to well, be and as we discussed bowling. in our texting. It's not common that you have a Jewish bowler. And uh-huh. I yes. said he could have been the Sandy Koufax of bowling. And it does feel like a missed opportunity for sure. Yeah. Did I tell you what he responded to that? What, no. Did I? Oh, that the reason he didn't is because his mom oh, said, yes, you, do, you are not going to be a bowler. Yeah, Jews she don't said, bowl. don't bowl. <laughs> and she's right. But he could have broken that barrier, you know? He could have been the one. To blaze that trail. Oh, Although I will say I have a I have a trivia for you about bowling. What? Which is I was just reading about this very big deal in the bowling world, which is that um, they bowling lanes. If you've ever even been to one, you know yeah. that the mechanical arm that resets the pins is 
temperamental at best, <laughs> right? There's always some moment where it's like, oh, yeah. they didn't reset, and you got to mm-hmm. call the oh, the person. Right. And they got to press the little button. There, somebody's got to walk down there and do the thing. It's a whole production. A whole and like, it does feel like there it should be a better way. Well, it turns out there is, and it's um, attaching strings to each oh. pin, and then it just sort of. Uh, you pull up the strings yeah. and they reset. So this is like old timey. Yeah, it, but sometimes like the the simple way is the best way. Yeah, and but it ain't um, broke. <laughs> but so like around this great country, bowling lanes are replacing that old mechanical arm that just sucks with these strings. But professional bowlers are really upset because oh. it has decreased strikes by 7%. <gasps> wow. Well. But it has get- increased <sighs> spares by 18%. I don't know why. I don't know why that would be. Right. Well, I'm sure there's some physics explanation for it. But here's the pros. How would you decrease strikes but increase spares? Well, maybe this on the feels second. like a logic. Like <laughs> this is this is a riddle. Okay, if a block of ice melts and this someone's dead, and there's a, okay, so you're at the hospital and you said yeah. I can't perform on that boy because he's my son. No, I'm kidding. It does feel like that, like a riddle, but it, does. it could it could physics could explain it. Where like when you roll the ball the first time, a certain set of pins is most likely to fall and then once those pins fall maybe it's more likely that you oh, can get is the there rest like a string in the way now well maybe no like i'm they sure get there's more spare <laughs> fewer strikes more spares yeah. and okay i have to ask somebody about this why well, i know this is not the part i should be hung up on well but the bowlers are this they certainly okay. are maybe i bet eli will be this but, feels like when they do something like raise the height of a basketball hoop and then everybody's like, <laughs> there well, are fewer I can't dunks, make it. But more foul throws. Yeah, yeah, throws. something like that. Like, <laughs> re- relax. We're just, cha- you got to adjust. Change yeah. is hard. Wham, wham, bowlers. Well, and the, the flip side, they are frustrated for their own scores. But the good part is that will increase the number of bowling, lane, like, lanes that can stay open because then there won't be these staff shortages because there's like one poor soul is having to reset the pins as it stands now. So this is better for bowling on a hobby level. Like people will be more likely to be able to bowl for fun, but for the sport and Lincoln was like, why don't they just go to the professional lanes? Yes. And I'm like, I was, Oh my God. I was just thinking that. (laughs) Well, but they got to practice somewhere. You know, and there's not just this like feels like everywhere. a regular swimming pool or Olympic swimming pool. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe that'll be how they compromise or something. Yeah. Like that. You got to get good with the string one, and then you got to play <laughs> play. You know, whatever. Like I don't know. It just but you're feels like for that uh, information. Bowlers, do you really? Need- I love that you're mad at them. I because they feel like a whiny bunch. Okay, but if I you were a professional why. bowler, you would be furious about this development because you would want to strike so bad. But if it's across the board that this is happening, that's true. It even then the I don't. Field. Then it just feels like a change in how we do like how we do things. So you're saying it's like the equivalent of just like steroid testing in baseball? <laughs> yeah, probably. 
Exactly. Something like that. Like if like nobody's just, doing them, then right. it's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Cross the board. Fair. Everybody, like even playing field. We're just like changing the course a little bit. Yeah. All right. That's well, like, you know what? It's more, here's what I think it's like. Mm-hmm. Golf going from natural grass to AstroTurf or something to artificial grass. Oh, yeah. And like we see that this That feels in, um, like an accurate In analysis. tennis, you see this with clay yes. versus gra- turf or whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I think it's that. It changes the way you play. Yeah. Just you got to like play Those the are the breaks, kid. Those are the breaks. Right. <laughs> Pick a different sport. What do you want? Right. Come this on. This is it curling maybe they haven't changed since the dog time they still sweeping over there curl so just sweeping yeah they're just sweeping that's just sweeping it. that's it okay we had well, i mean that wasn't planning on talking about that but I know, no but i did amazing. I, okay so before i move on let's just talk about how much we love thrive cosmetics sis this is my go-to it's there go-to? will be no other ma- on, ever again my favorite thing to do i because i'm i'm one who often is doing her makeup in the car so i'm in the car you're that person i'm that person but now i'm the passenger so eli's driving yeah and i'm the passenger and my favorite thing to do i do this like every single time he is next to me while i'm putting on my makeup i go watch this watch this and i do one eye with my mascara and then i show him and i go look at my before and after and he's like whoa that's it's insane. huge. And I love every single time I do it because it's every single time I'm blown away by the before and after. And so it's, yeah. it's great. You guys take it from me. As you know, as a gal who has a very heavy makeup bag, I do not mm-hmm. F around with crabby no. makeup. Thrive Cosmetics is where it's at. The Whatever that tubing formula yeah. is that they use. I would also is say, magic. as a as a gal with a very light makeup bag, you know yeah. how I'm yeah, very selective so about what goes in there. <laughs> that's so this true. goes both ways, and I'm like, there. I was just saying, like, this is perfect because like it's not going in there unless it works. Tubing yeah. magic. Tubing magic. I also highly recommend. Well, I recommend all their products that I have ever used. I really love the waterproof eyeliner is amazing as well. It's Creaseless just really concealer. high concealer. I just got that. Oh, you got the concealer. Yeah, I got the I Creaseless the concealer cream. because my p- past concealer was well, we all know definitely the, creasing, so the, I needed uh, a new one. We know about your killer pimple that happened the other day. So. Oh, my gosh. Sarah needed Well, now you can't up. see it. Yeah, now you right. can't see it because it's, it's like a buildable concealer, so you can do like a light coverage, which I use for just under my eyes where I just want a little, and then, you know, for old uh, Faithful over here. <laughs> Stop it. I got to do like the buildable, like... Three layers, and you can't even see it. See? Well, and now they have a campaign campaign called Bigger Than Beauty. For every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help communities thrive. They have over 300 giving partners across the country supporting numerous causes. And now is a great time to try Thrive Cosmetics for yourself because right now you get 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash brain candy. That's Thrive Cosmetics. It's C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S. Dot com slash brain candy for 15% off your first order. We love yes. them. Promise. So okay. So, I want the cheek stick too. That's my next thing. Oh, yes. I yeah. screenshot that when I saw it on Instagram. I was like, well, I need that. Yeah. It comes with a brush on one. Yeah, I like that. That's the. Okay. We got to talk. I know Sarah watched this, so this is going to be fun to talk about. We got to talk about Call Me Now, Miss Cleo. Zeus, what did you think? 
Well, okay. So Sarah... Is it what I said? ...recommended the Miss Cleo documentary on HBO about the psychic... Yes. Goal me now, Miss Cleo. Yes. But I had read terrible reviews on Rotten Tomatoes and just in general, and I thought, what? How could Sarah say it's great? I guess people are just not feeling what we're feeling because it was awesome. Okay. Think. Here's what I think it was, is that, like, were men reviewing it? Oh, probably. I think it's that. I tell people, don't trust the reviews anymore. Don't look at them. Don't listen to them. Because who writes them? The, ever since... What movie did it? The one Ghostbusters. Oh, that too. When it was an all female cast, it was so fucking good. I love that movie. All the incels like um, review bombed it, and they're the same ones. What is the movie with the with the female who go uh uh who goes out and it's like revenge on the 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 guys who are uh freaking. The oh, date rape. One, I remember uh, you watched that. I didn't see that one. St- so something young woman. Uh, promising young woman. That is good. You got it. I know. That was so fun. Thank you, Susie. Really just thanks. I didn't uh, think we were going to get there, but we got I there. I know. I did. I got there. I didn't think I was going to get there either. Now, what the <laughs> fuck am I talking about? Okay, so how Miss Cleo got bad reviews, and you think oh, it's because yes, men are... yes, because I saw that, and remember, I, we talked about it here, I read two reviews, one written by a man and one written by a woman, and a woman was like, oh, and they were from the same uh, magazine, they were both in, like, Rolling Stone or something, and I was like, what, the same mag, like, the same magazine or same publisher, Yeah, two different, totally different vibes. yeah. It does matter. Who's so now I don't it. trust anybody, any reviews or any scores on anything that I read at all. Well, I loved it. I'm so glad you yes. reassured me and, and encouraged me to watch because it was really great. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's about the the infomercials that would air late at night with um, Miss Cleo, the quote unquote Jamaican um, psychic or tarot card reader or whatever who had like that charisma that yes. was she was a hoot she was very unusual because she was sort of like sassier than like she told it how expect. it was she yeah. was just gonna like give even it if to you, you didn't straight. Hear it. even if you didn't want she goes I, it's not me it's the cards it's the cards <laughs> and this documentary explored both her life as an individual and then the business that she was the face of, which was the psychic something. Exchange. It wasn't the psychic front. Yeah, psychic exchange network or something like that. Yeah. Pen. Mm-hmm. And okay, first I want to know like what was your sort of what what made you like it? What what did you what were you drawn to? Uh well I like that it's a story where I love any document or any story where we only know the surface level like parts of it it was this yeah. it's kind of similar to um the one that they did about the woman who sued mcdonald's for the coffee being too hot and how there's this like we're placing the blame in the wrong boy that's direction. a really good comparison yeah that's what mm-hmm. it felt like yeah and, and, so and that's that really miss cleo was sort of one of the victims of totally the, the network or whatever yeah oh. And yeah. like when you find out about her personal life and who are, are the girl for the story about her love and how she was gay and like who, the woman that she fell in love with. I, every, I loved it all. I loved it all. Okay. Don't you think it could have been four parts and like you yeah, can see the yeah. divide? See, I, 
Yeah, because Sarah you. had pitched it to me as like, you know how usually it's like this docuseries and you think, boy, you guys could have done that in like an hour and a half and it took you four hours. Yeah. This was the opposite where it was just an hour and a half and you were left wanting more being like, well, wait, what about this? And what about this? I guess part of that is because number one, she's deceased. And number two, she had a very mysterious existence and not a lot of people really could speak to like, hear the facts. Yeah. Yeah, what really happened, like especially but in her childhood. Even though you're kind of saying that she was being exploited, yeah, as well as the people that called in were being exploited, but don't you feel like she was a tricker too? I mean, yeah, yeah, she I wasn't think, being I think honest. No, she wasn't. She, I think, in her mind. The things that she was being dishonest about weren't the things that mattered in the big picture. Weren't the things that, you know, she was faking the accent. She Ah, so you're saying it's superficial stuff. Yeah. It's stuff that were that that understanding a little bit or kind of piecing together the pieces of maybe what went on in, in her upbringing or you know even hearing stories about the people who are in that community theater program with her you can kind of understand maybe why she did that and especially like being in an all white community where she didn't have anybody to kind of like like it felt like that maybe was more acceptable like they talked about how there's this acceptance that we have we like we have this idea of the magical and the mystic and we want it to fit this image. And so we are more accepting of somebody who fits that image rather than if she... And this is white people being accepting Absolutely. of her. Absolutely. This was an indictment on the white other yes. Yes. Of, of us. Like where if someone seems ex- mm-hmm. quote unquote exotic, which just means a darker color and maybe from another country or, yeah. or another religion, we, we put all this... Um, on them yes. of like exoticism. Yes. Yeah. And so I think it was like, um, you know, like you're saying she just sort of made, ex- she made the best of our own white people's yes. sort of stereotypes towards others. Yes. And she, okay. And used that to, be in a way taken more seriously. Isn't that insane? Yeah, because that's that's insane on white people's part. Yeah. Yeah. Or we're like, so, well, she's like mystical because right. she's from fucking Jamaica. Right. <laughs> it's like, huh, you know, and really, and, and like, it's like what, what the people who worked for the call center said, what she said, it's like people really just want somebody to listen to them, somebody to talk to, somebody to. Okay. So that's what I wanted to ask you. Yeah. So like they had people that worked the phones. These were just mm-hmm. like bozos like us who d- can't see into the future, can't see jack shit. And they yeah. would like have to keep people on the line because they were going to get the customer to pay $5 a minute for this call. So the longer you can keep them engaged, the more money the network makes. And they were saying... Not Miss Cleo. Let's be very clear about that. She was on salary, which yeah, wasn't a lie. Yeah. And these callers were making minimum wage. There were just totally. two white guys that were the profiteers. But... um 
do you feel like, so you feel like in general, people don't even really want to know the future. They just want to be able to share their problems and have you say some reassuring things back to them. As a therapist, I'm sure you can relate because it's not a far bridge from psychic to therapist. When I listened to my mom do her sessions, when I was like in Costa Rica with my mom, I'm like, that's half my material. (laughs) And I'm not talking to anybody dead. Material. Right, because it's it's the same idea. People come yeah. to a therapist because of what they called honey or money, love or money, questions about those things. <laughs> yeah. And or they come call to a psychic, the psychic for, for, for the same reason, honey yeah. and money. Yeah. Yeah. And so what they really want is for you to say like, either I'm sorry that sucks, you got a bad deal, or hey, there are better days ahead. Right. Yeah. Those are the two kind of options that you can choose. Validate from. and Validate reassure. And reassure. It's so stupid. <laughs> I love it so much. I love it because this is also what drives people to religion. I'm pissed that they're making more an hour than I am, though. I'm they like, sure what? Are. Four dollars sure a minute. I want that. Right? I don't Come know on. your mom's hourly rate, but I would I venture to guess it's more than what you're making an hour. So how do you, like, what, you're just saying this is human nature to want that reassurance and all that. 100%. And you people are making a living. I love how I'm lumping you in with this. Yeah, like, why am I? Call me now, Sarah. I love the line, And this is especially funny because my mom is a psychic. And why are you you talking about her? Well, I'm scared because <laughs> I'm not stupid. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm harmless. I won't do anything or even fight back. And probably I'll just, you know what I'll do? Validate and reassure you. <laughs> Everything's fine, sis. And you know what? You know who else validated and reassured me? Modern fertility. Oh, d- excellent segue. This is Thank a great you. way to totally reassure and validate. I love it. Yes, because sometimes, even though it's our own body, it can feel very mysterious and very confusing, and it is helpful to get information. And so Modern Fertility provides that by just doing a quick at-home test that's very affordable. Yes. You send it off, and within a couple days, you find out things like how many eggs you got cooking inside your body, what your fertility red flags might be. Do you have anything you need to maybe see a physician about that is looking kind of funky? Right? I want people to also know that this is not just for women, that they also have a semen analysis kit. Okay. Let's yep. analyze some semen, baby. Yep. Yep. They do semen analysis and uh, 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 sperm storage. So I love that you said that. Thank yep. you. Yeah. You're welcome. Let's have a look at some semen. Let's get yes. that sample on the go. And you can do it very affordably uh, at modernfertility.com slash brain candy. And you're going to get $20 off that test. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test. When you go to modernfertility.com slash brain candy, that means your test will cost $159, which is a fraction of what it would cost at a fertility clinic, get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash brain candy, modernfertility.com slash brain candy. No brainer. Okay. 
So I love the documentary. I think you guys should check it out. It's on HBO. And funnily enough, it kind of, I watched that one day and then the next day I watched, do you remember when I watched the um, documentary about the Church Hill song, which is an evangelical yes, like mega yes, church? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that is on Discovery Plus mm-hmm. and it was a three part, I think, three or four part docuseries about evangelical mega church Hillsong, which is a global uh, organization that began in Australia. And if you've gone to any like non-denominational or evangelical or Pentecostal church, you have sung one of their songs because they have about a million and they all sound like, like Hillsong songs. Anyway, they came out with a fourth or fifth episode, another episode to the series where they were sort of um, looking at the aftermath of the documentary because these things have wow. effects. Yeah, for sure. And I was so thinking like, about Scientology from all that stuff. Yeah. Right. Like anytime you're going to do a huge documentary series like this, then it has an effect on the thing you're covering. So then it With becomes very The exception meta. of the Tinder swindler who's doing everything <laughs> the same. That's it. <laughs> okay. Continue. That is so true. My God. <laughs> yeah. But in this case, I mean, more revelations came about and whatever. And it was great. I was really glad I watched it. But to be honest with you, I couldn't help but see the parallels between Miss Cleo and Hillsong. Because okay, tell even me though, more. well, even though Hillsong is a religious organization, it's a legitimate church, mm-hmm. you know, there is a mystical component. Yes, right? This of course. Is, relying on faith, which you're relying on for a psychic as well. And there was a line in the documentary that on this Hillsong docuseries that said, there is a lot of money to be made off of poverty. And I thought that was a really, like, it kind of sent chills in my spine because I thought, not only is that disturbing, but it's true that people that are the most vulnerable, people with the least amount of resources are the prime mm-hmm. person that is going to want the Gucci belt that that pastor is wearing or those <sighs> super fancy sneakers mm-hmm. or the Louis Vuitton bag that the the pastor's wife carries. And so you think, and they're taught that if they are faithful enough and not just faithful, but if they yeah. are giving enough, if they give the church enough that money's going to come right back to them. So it's a give to get scheme mm-hmm, in a way mm-hmm. that really only profits the guy right. on the stage usually. Yeah. Um, and it's a very appealing mm-hmm. promise. Like that all you have to do is do this thing and then you're, you will have the answers and which is the same thing that they're pitching in a, any of those phone calls Phone like that nine hundred number, yeah. Because uh, uh, it's what people really want. If you don't have a problem financially or in relationships, you're really not going to be tempted to call that one nine hundred number because you you right. don't need that. Right. And if you have everything in your life that you've ever wanted, emotionally and otherwise, you're not mm-hmm. really going to fall for. Yeah, that kind of reminds me of what you were saying about the. A lottery and the people who play the lottery and exactly right 
Uh-huh. And it doesn't mean any of these things on their own are wrong. Right. Like if you enjoy seeing a tarot card reader, a psychic, and, and for you it's fulfilling and worth whatever you're paying, it's awesome. Yeah. And if you gain something from your church spiritually or otherwise, great, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. But often it's the case that people who need it the most are going to lose the most from and same thing with keeping them on the line on that phone which is exactly what those people at those call centers are trained to Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. How funny was it that that guy was like, oh, yeah, I care character named Cassandra. She was yeah. Southern Belle and she I really was like, kept Hi y'all, how you doing? Like, <laughs> but I like, was thinking I was like, man, I want to work at one of those call centers and have a fake character and do that. And just tell Well people, some like, of them, as you I'm do. sure remember, like had to quit because they just felt they realized at some point that this yeah, was like someone who couldn't afford it and they were gonna pay five dollars a minute to hear complete lies. Yeah. Yeah. I oh, mean, I could, yeah. I joke when I say I could do that. I could oh, no, but like in your case, you would be doing the same thing that you're doing in sessions probably, and it would probably be more valuable than false promises. Yeah, well, because the difference is this is exactly why therapists aren't ones who provide solutions or answers, and we don't have the answers. Like the psychic promises to have all the answers. In therapy, it's the opposite. I don't have all the answers, but what I can do is I can give you the tools to solve, you know, a, a approach life in a different way to make some change and that can help you to, you know, solve your own problems and early, like I, how do you validate and motivate yourself? Yeah. And how do you just cope with life on this earth, which right. is really hard un- under the best circumstances? Yeah. I think there is a, a, a desire, like, we just need more, like, more community, more time, like, more time to, I think we just are in, in such a, uh, like, keeping up with the Joneses, like, comparing ourselves, like, social comparison, like, I've got to look good and do all this perfect and da 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 that 
it doesn't let us really like take off the mask and be vulnerable and get that validation that we really need. Like, you know, we're seeing that in some areas where we just like realize that the fake facade is like, we can't take it any longer. And then you have all these like campaigns that come out on social media of like, this is what I look like before, you know, airbrushing. And this is what I looked like in the magazines after we're like, we want that authenticity. We want that, but there aren't very, very many environments where we can do that without feeling judged. So we have to pay for it. So we have to like outsource it. Mm -hmm. We're outsourcing non-judgment in a way. So if we were just less judgmental to our friends, to each other, to other people, then we wouldn't need this as much. It becomes a circle though, because I'm thinking about like on a recent 15 minutes of blame, we got this feedback from a couple people that they were upset. They felt like we were being too mean maybe about people on, on the show. Um, but what we were trying to point out was like, if people put on a big smoke and mirror fakeness on social media where they act like everything's great and I love my life and I love my family and I love being whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. But then you find out later that's not the whole story. Right. The indictment is on the lie. It's not about the the thing that they end up revealing. Right. Totally. It's on the action. Yes. Yeah. And so it becomes this circle of like, yeah, I am judging, but I'm judging the bullshit. Right. Not yes. the truth. Like, for, sort of like with Miss Cleo, I don't think she should have been a face for this um, exploitative yeah. hotline. Yeah. I love that she started living her truth eventually yeah. and found a woman that she could partner with and got off the network and just lived her yeah. life. Yeah. That's the part that's beautiful. The lie and all the yeah. hubbub. Yeah. Less great. Less great. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. I'm I thought, so glad you liked it. I loved it and I loved watching those two I things back you. to back because Yeah. Anytime somebody is profiting off of your pain, you should take a quick oh, look at it. Whoever that is. That is and if they are in some way profiting off of your they shouldn't be profiting off of your pain. They should be pro like their goal profiting should be to get healing. you better. Yes healing part of it. I always joke that like I'm in a, in a career that's like working themselves out of a job. Like my goal is for you to not need me anymore. Yeah. And that if the goal, if people stay and that's why I'm always like weary when people are like, Oh yeah, I've been with my therapist for like 10 years. I'm like, that's a red flag. Somebody's not being honest with you. Why you like, yeah, come on. Like, unless that's what you want, you know? Yeah, if you just Unless are paying you're like, for someone nope, to listen. I want somebody, this is what it's there for, this is like exactly what it is. But if somebody's like, oh, I don't know, we just still got to keep working on these goals for that. There are very few exceptions to that. Very yeah. few. Yeah. Ongoing mental illness, something like that, but or ongoing treatment for the same thing. But, you know, I'm always like, mm. mm-hmm. yeah, what's, what's up What's up? that? Maybe we need yeah, to. and it and it doesn't auto, automatically mean that someone that profits off your pain is a shyster, right? But it means maybe take a look and keep it in mind, and yeah. always have that critical point of view of like, mm, 
Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, what I do not have anything critical to say about is Fabric um, by Gerber Life Insurance. I love oh. Fabric by Gerber Life is uh, super easy. I did it myself, so I know for sure. Um, little application online that you can take to see if maybe their life insurance option is good for you because life insurance can be a big pain in the booty. I don't know if you've ever gone through the, that rigmarole. Um, and so I think that prevents a lot of people from even exploring it because it's like, who has time? Yeah. So they've created this little online quiz type, not quiz, but like answer question and answer that you can take and they'll be like, here's the scoop. And maybe you would be a good candidate for this or not. Um, they were, fabric was designed by parents for parents to help you get high quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policies in less than 10 minutes. Um, and you could be offered coverage instantly with no health exam required. So you could just take the quiz, see if it's a good fit for you or not. Um, and then you can protect your family today with fabric by Gerber life. Apply today in just 10 minutes at meetfabric.com slash brain candy. That's meat fabric.com slash brain candy, M E E T fabric.com slash brain candy policies issued by Western Southern life assurance company, not available in certain States and prices subject to underwriting and health questions. So give that a try. If you are someone who does not have it because you ought to have insurance regardless. Absolutely. Okay. So um, thank you to Brainiac Lauren. This is turning into a documentary roundup accidentally. Oh, I love she, it. She recommended one on Peacock, which was, I don't remember what it was called, but it was about the girl, Amber, who inspired the Amber Alert. Oh, interesting. It was really good. And it was, um, I think it was called Amber, but then there was like a subtitle, okay. which I can't this remember. This is crazy. Why? I always thought we were referring to a color. You lie. Like it's between orange and red. Like yeah, I mean, like, like in Jurassic Park when they were like in the amber. High alert. Like, like the little mosquito was like put no, into not, the... No, like, not like the thing, but like amber, like a color, like red. Right, no, but like, I think that's why they call that because it isn't the color Yeah, amber? yeah, yeah. It's okay. like in between red and orange. So I thought it's oh like God. high alert. Oh my God, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I love it. I'm I a dummy. It. Did no, I, I like that? that? That's probably maybe when it was a I double hear entendre. Amber Alert, I just think of the color orange. You so were like, I think, it's not a red yet, but it will be. <laughs> God, what is wrong with me? I love it so much. So dumb. No, it's not. It's actually brilliant, and it's probably it was probably like a double entendre. It wouldn't have been great if it was a Susie Alert. Yeah, I mean, Ambler Alert is great. You're right. You're mm, the name. I hear what you're saying. I, mm. It was two ways there, people. Double entendre. Okay, okay, there you go. Okay, just saying. They didn't Somebody's going to write and say that they thought the same thing, and then I'm going to be, and Susie's going to be Reality. like, "This is what happens." People always. Sarah says weird things, and people always agree with her. No, but that actually makes sense. Like okay, I'm not good. judging you're at so, all. Look at her validating. reassuring reassuring. but it's true because that's a really funny and interesting idea because it is kind of an amber it's like hey my kid's missing but maybe they're not dead you know right (laughs) okay you're so nice okay nice guys well 
Okay, the documentary is really great because I never knew the story of Amber, and God rest her soul, she was um, nine years old when she was abducted. And boy, what a fascinating tale because her mother had recently left her dad and they were on welfare and they were struggling and they had agreed a few months, like six months prior to participate in a documentary about moms trying to get back up on their feet and using welfare. And so this local news team had been covering them for like five months um, to see what it was like to actually try to live on welfare and all that stuff. And so there was all this footage of, of little Amber being adorable and special and magical as every nine-year-old is. And um, tragically, she and her brother were just riding their bikes around the neighborhood and like they were supposed to stay in like this like tiny area, but they made a little, little naughty turn and went into a little parking lot with a kind of like a ramp, like for deliveries Uh because it was super fun, you know? Uh And then um, a pickup truck came and just picked her up off that bike and that was the end of her story sadly and um so the useful thing now is that so sad they realized that when it there's a child abduction it's not a situation of like even every hour counts it's like every minute because after three hours the likelihood of death is like pretty much guaranteed three hours only so by the time back then that it would just end up on the local news, the the odds were that that child was probably already killed. And so it was tragic. And so then somebody just came up with this idea. This woman thought, you know what? All the people that could help are on the road because yeah. the car, the abductor's on the road taking this kid somewhere. Yeah. So we need to get the message to the people in the car. So it started with like radio. And then, of course, we've seen those signs and um, phone alerts now. But it was sort of a brilliant idea. Yeah. And it's yeah. so sad that Amber couldn't benefit from the thing that she then inspired. Yeah. But it was so moving because all that um, footage, the video footage, changed how people felt this was a real human being they could see her blowing the candles on her cake when they aired the footage um from the documentary on the news and look at her she's so lovely and don't you care and so everyone cared everyone wanted to get amber back yeah um and sadly she didn't make it but it was so interesting to see her story Mm -hmm. in those minutes after she was abducted how her family responded and different things that contributed to the investigation and what hurt the investigation. It was really fascinating. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. But like sad, it was as a parent watching that, like the part of the story where she's about to be abducted, you just want to go back in time. Right. Yeah. Like, and you can viscerally feel what you would feel if... Oh, that panic. That I just cannot cope with it. Mm-mm. And I always am like, thank... You know how they always say, God only gives you what you can handle? I'm like, thank mm-hmm. God I can't handle anything because <laughs> I would 
explode. Like I feel yeah. like my body would explode and I'm so yeah. amazed at parents who can maintain grace and all that oh, under that kind God. of pressure because it's like inconceivable. Totally. What some people can survive. I am so impressed and inspired by those people because I am fragile. (laughs) Okay. Like I uh, can't. I, uh, God, are you listening? I can't handle it. None of it. Truly, it's too much. I always do that. I'm like, okay, just in case, I didn't mean that. <laughs> I'm and not I don't strong. need anything. I, I'm good. I do not want anything like that to happen. Just so we know. I can't. Just clarify. For real. Take me, please. Take yeah. me. Not, oh, God, it's so sad. Yeah, it's too much. And But it's a really good documentary if you're interested. Thank you, Lauren, for recommending it. I can... Yeah, I can see... This is a terrible subject to discuss, but I can see the kinds of individuals that would abduct a child being more panicky than somebody who would abduct an adult and then in those panicky moments do Do things. Yes. Can I just say, I really should have said this already, but her killer is still at large. (gasps) Oh! Yeah. They found her body, but they never found who did it. Oh. Isn't that unbelievable? Because she was in... Um, oh, like my a, God. That's so scary. Yeah. And it was like a... She was found in a creek right out, right during a storm. So all the DNA was sort of oh, ruined. But they also said like they have to make these choices now because you know how technology is improving. So they do have some DNA but once you like submit oh, it, yeah. you can only it's test gone. it so many times. Right. And so uh-huh. then they're like, is this the right time or not? Do we wait until we, oh God. I can't. I can't either. Dude. Yeah, it's a lot. <sighs> okay. Moving it's on. Rough. It does. That's, that's a lot. It's too much for me. My little yeah. sensitive soul, even though I yeah. Yeah. Pr- pretend oh, to be dead inside. Well, okay. So I might be dead inside, but. Uh, I'm definitely not dead on the outside. And the reason I know that is because I stink. Okay. And it's how (laughs) we know we're humans and we're alive, but it's not ideal. Thank God though, for a product that Sarah taught me about. Yeah. Been using this for years, ladies and gentlemen. I used to stink. (laughs) No more. And now what's dead is the bacteria on my body. (laughs) Thanks to science. Stop it. Lumi deodorant is where it's at. Um, I was very skeptical. She told me Lumi is heavenly. I thought, are you sure? (laughs) And then I got it. And here is why it's awesome. Because um, Lincoln is now at the age where he wears deodorant. (gasps) Oh, I couldn't even imagine how much it would help that stinky boy problem. little boys are so stinky. What is the deal? He's... Super sensitive too. He was trying um, like a regular men's deodorant, and he was not. He said it hurt. It stung. Yeah, yeah. So he tried Lumi also, and he loves it. It smells like mine. Smells like coconut. Yeah. Well, there are a bunch of wonderful flavors. That, yeah. Not like those baby powder ones either. But mm-hmm. what it, you won't smell like is disgusting, stinky bo. And the best yeah. thing is, I think. Yeah. This is not just limited to the pits. No, we no. smell in all places. Right. 
So this is safe to use in yep. all stinky places. You, you got stinky it- feet? Rub it on those feet. This is like designed oh my God, to attack. I should have him use it on his feet. Yes, Suze. That I was like, what are I you thinking, thinking here? That. Yes, it game changer. And you know the wipes? There are odor like odor control wipes. Yes. That will get rid of like you know have all the good stuff in it to get rid of that. And those are great to wipe those feetsies off. Wow. This is mind blowing. I haven't even tapped into the full potential yet. You could do it on your under boob. Some yes. people, you know, get real That's sweaty under there. And I do it right on my on my stomach. I have this like, you, you know, one area it where it just like gets a little yeah. sweaty right there. Thighs, uh, belly button, butt crack, whatever. You people all stink and you just <laughs> yeah. accepted it as okay. But Lumi has solved the problem with over 150,000 five star reviews. We're so confident you'll love Lumi. Get over 40% off your starter pack bundle with code BRAINCANDY at LumiDeodorant.com. That's code BRAINCANDY at LumiDeodorant.com to save big. Smell better naked with Lumi. Okay, so I read about this bonkers, you know, ultra marathons. I don't know. I think the definition is like, what, 100 miles or something? Yeah. Fucking insane. Something crazy. Idiots are like, yeah, that sounds great. Okay. Even like one mile, I'm like, are you sure you want to do that? (laughs) So these ultra marathons are baffling to me, but yeah, there's this one. My mom photographed one once and the people's feet, she, it was in called Badlands. Yeah. It was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. The feet afterwards. How do you explain these people? What are you? What are we doing here? Like life's not hard enough. This is why white people love this shit. Like your life's too easy. I swear. Although you know, I Kenyans, think it's they the same too, but... as like. Oh, you know what? Remember when we were reading, uh, the David Sedaris book, and he got the Apple Watch, and he kept on having to walk farther and farther and farther because yeah. he kept on like beating it and. He wanted to just keep beating it. And next thing you know, he's walking like 40 miles a day just because he wants to like get to the next thing. Yeah. I think that it's a, it's, there is a similar personality. There's like some kind of like people who are very motivated by setting goals and achieving them in a way that's, that's, I don't know, different than, than well, it's it, like an addiction. Yeah. Yeah, that that but becomes like improvement or w- yeah question mark about yeah pushing yourself. Well, if yeah. I could do this, could I do this? Could I do this? Could I do that? You know, I was thinking about that the other day when I was thinking about how isn't it weird how I was like snowboarding and I'm like, isn't it weird how some people just take a regular thing that we do and then they do it enough and they become a professional at it? like that that there are professionals of like regular things that we do yeah. and. The only difference is that they kept going when I was like, this is too hard. Like, they just keep pushing. The hill gets steeper and steeper and steeper and higher and higher and higher. And you just do it in little increments enough over time. And next thing you know, you're a professional. I don't know. Yeah, that's just weird. True. Just having kind of a... So, Dab, what do you think about when you're snowboarding for four hours? <laughs> Those kind of things. But some of, for some of it, it is that where it's like they want to keep... Yeah. They, where you quit or you're you're like that's enough they want to improve but for but to a certain extent it's also that they have something naturally that might make oh, it yeah. easier 
For sure. Or and now that whatever. you say that too, I also think there's a little bit of that what happen it happens to the body when you put it under extreme stress and how uh there's like a dopamine or serotonin like that boost that people can get from like having to do extreme things or yes. almost like a little bit pain inducing where you're like getting but it over makes it you feel is so alive. yes yes yeah correct. yeah yeah i mean so almost that. anything that i'm like i don't get it i usually land on this is about them dealing with their mortality <laughs> like yeah. almost everything that humans do that's weird is yeah I think somehow connected to how like we all die and that's a really hard thing to digest. And so yes. some people seek adrenaline, some people seek solace, blah, yes. blah, blah. So it's all just the meaning of life yeah. people. Okay. Um, okay. So in this case, this ultra marathon is in the UK and it's inside a one mile length tunnel. And they just go one mile turnaround for 200 miles. No. 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 (laughs) That is the... No. No. I apologize to our editors who have to adjust the volume on this when I screamed into it just that moment. Oh, Susie. Yeah. And it's designed to be fucking insane. Like you're not allowed to use headphones even. I hate when they, that's the same in Iron Man. I, 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 I can't 200, but what the fuck are they thinking about? And it's supposed to be like sensory deprivation. In yeah. A way. Oh! Yeah. Ah! yeah. A nightmare. Nightmare. Who are these torture lovers? Right. Okay. Let's talk about that because number Susie. one, there were some pictures. So I was like scouring it like, or, okay. Number one, they're all white. Number two. This is one of those things like we 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 were asking ourselves if we could. We never asked if we should kind of thing. <laughs> right. Know? Yeah. Right. It's like just because you can do this does not mean you should do this. It's this like is that, cuckoo crazy. It's like the viral thing where it's like he would rather do a 200-mile ultra marathon than go see a therapist. Like <laughs> – just talk to somebody. Yeah. Just get a therapist. God. Okay. So here are some of the nightmare like, details. We get it. You don't like your wife. Yeah. Right. We get it. You wanted to get out of the house. You hate your kids. Yeah. You hate your kids. This is taking place in a uh, disused um, railway tunnel and... The, Are you sure this isn't a final challenge of the challenge? <laughs> final of the I challenge. thought the same thing. I They're thought the do same this. thing. They're yeah. going to be like, okay, you guys have to just march back. But that, 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 why are you giving them ideas, Suze? Now we're never going on that show. <laughs> it's so bad that one person went b- b- temporarily blind and then thanked the organizer for the privilege. These are fucking What idiots. is wrong? <laughs> <laughs> okay. What so is what? Come on, yeah. Thanked him for the. What did your mom do to you? Okay, can someone explain this one to me? I'm gonna need. Uh, hang on, hang on. Yeah. Ein Minuten bitten. Isn't that one minute, please? I think so. Something like that in German. Uh somebody please explain to me 
Somebody yeah. who maybe runs marathons. Explain to me, somebody, why you would thank somebody for the privilege of going nearly blind. I, I'm then, telling you, it's what I just said, that they feel alive then. That this makes, gets them out of the funk of like existential malaise. This is my theory. Okay. And that it takes that for some people to feel alive. And then they're like, thank you. I feel like a person again because they're so like drenched in whatever it is that makes us like mute our own lived experience. <laughs> this is my theory. <sighs> What's your theory? I don't know. I think you're right. I think, yeah. but like, uh, we can't be trusted after a marathon or like we can't, it, yeah. we're, we're not in our right mind. Like it's, I think that in the same, it's that, um, uh, uh, what is it called? Something of, of, oh my God, Sarah, get there. Displacement of, of like feelings of attraction. What I, I say, this is why you can't, don't go skydiving with somebody. Yeah. You say it's like on. the, the mutual heightened, what is it? Yeah. That thing where like you will just. Arousal. Yeah. Yeah. What transfer? Yes, transfer arousal. <laughs> <laughs> see, I just got it there. I didn't even have to run oh in the tunnel. Oh my god, that was so. See, that felt good. That was we're like, alive. We're people. alive. Woo! It feels so good. Transfer of arousal. Yes, I think that's kind of that's got to be like I just survived something that almost killed me. So I I'm grateful for this. Exp- when you can't trust that, that's just you. Just like you're just glad you're not dead. You just held your own head underwater and then were grateful for the breath when you let go of your own head. Yeah, but they didn't feel the breath before. So, like, I get uh, it, but, like, I can't relate because I don't have this problem. But that's how they feel is they need that, which some people get through drugs and stuff. So I guess this is better. It is better. And I do say, I will say that I, I experience it's the same reason why I like seeing how long I could hold my breath and going back and forth in the pool. And then you go like three extra strokes longer than yeah. you could because you feel right. like you're going to die. And then you come up and that breath of air is like, oh, it feels so good. I feel yeah. alive. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's fucked up. I can't yeah. relate, but I get it intellectually. Yeah. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Um, but here are some of the details. So no outside support is permitted. Like I said, headphones are banned. Runners are not even allowed to run side by side. And there's a strict time limit of 55 hours. You're basically 55 hours of being alone in the dark. Running. You can't sleep. You can't stop really because you'll run out of time. This is torture. It's torture. It is it's actually torture. torture. You're signing up for torture. Yeah. yeah. On the last one, there were 31 runners and only two completed it. 
Um, okay. So now it's, now it's a thing. Now it's like a, can you come? This is, this is why restaurants make money on the, un, like, unlimited. The mega or, burger uh, yes. challenge. Yes. <laughs> This is that. Right, right, right. This is all the, you're like, yeah, you're never going to finish it, but we're going to make a bunch of money on charging you double what that thing should cost just for your, yeah, what's yeah. the entry fee? Oh, Who's that I don't know. Who's making money on this? Somebody's making a pretty penny on the abandoned warehouse <laughs> runners. They, okay, so then they interviewed some people that did it and they were like, yeah, when it's really hurting and I'd rather be in bed, I say to myself, I love this tunnel and I can't believe I've got this opportunity Okay. Okay. Then. I mean, I'm annoyed because those are all the things that you and I say we need to do to like put our, like, like work on like finding well, happiness and joy and meaning and, blah, blah, blah. and Yeah. So it's all the same shit, but like. But ah. for a stupid cause. Yeah. We like, we are judging you in how you are using this tool. <laughs> yes. Then. Um, there is this speaker. I don't know why this was incorporated, but there's a speaker in the center of the tunnel that pipes out classical music, but the runners claim that it sounds like a screeching violin and it, it can make you kind of go crazy. Oh no, that's exactly what it's designed to do. Okay. And that, why do you need to make it harder? They're, they're, this is, this is, I, what, Susie, You're what mad. the fuck I is it? it? I am. I what is this race called? What is this? What is this? I don't I'm, know. This was, I believe, NPR, and it was. If you wow. if you search NPR tunnel, wow, ultra marathon, it'll come up. Yep. Um. Anyway. Oh my god! I bet the entry for this is. Oh my god! This is awful. Every single listen. If you just Google NPR and ultra marathon, all the articles make me cringe <laughs> because it's like, wow. That yeah, is the well, tunnel ultra. Yeah. Every detail of it kept getting okay. worse. So like people, this one woman, cause she was the first woman to finish it. Cause it's almost all men that do this, of course. But then this woman really wanted to finish it. And like everyone was rooting for her because everyone wanted a woman to finish it. But yeah. she was by the end, of course, they all hallucinate and they, they kind of lose their marbles. And she kept like running into the wall and stuff. And she chipped her tooth on the wall because she couldn't, <gasps> she's like losing her mind, right? No! But they kept really wanting her to finish. So the the um, organizer, he normally doesn't get involved at all, but he said he really wanted her to finish. So he was saying to her, like, you can't stop. You have to hurry because she was approaching the 55-hour limit. She finished it in 54 hours and 55 minutes. Stop it! But mainly because everyone was like, "Don't stop!" And she oh had to just God. like, run and now into she has long-lasting trauma. And <laughs> dude, it's coming up March nine weeks away. And they do; they can go to the bathroom. There's like a porta potty right at the end of the oh tunnel. But then, and sometimes they'll stop and sit down for a bit. But then some people don't stop at all. Oh, uh... fifty-five hours of running. 55 oh hours. I couldn't even run for 55 A seconds. A mind-bending test of extreme endurance and sensory deprivation. And this article says it's more of a health warning than a marketing slogan. Exactly. Oh, my God. So. This is the worst. No, no. This is hellacious. 
I, this seems, I am so interested to know how much it costs to enter into this because it feels like, yeah, this feels like, you know, I know who does this too. You know how you said that there were those guys who are paying to be kidnapped or paying to be, not kidnapped, have like those extreme, like being taken out and just dropped in the middle of nowhere. Oh yeah. Like the extreme. This vacation, but it's like an escape room, but like you're. Yeah. Life. This feels similar. Right. But that's why I know that it's mostly white people because for for people of color and exploited people and like marginalized communities, their life is hard enough as it is. It's all these like white straight men that are like, this sounds fun to torture myself. Torture yourself. Yeah. It's crazy. No, I'm not into this. It's people, (laughs) people that have it too easy. I think. Because you want to feel that sense of like purpose and alive and whatever. Anyway, let's wind it down. Um, Oh, Lord. I'm exhausted (laughs) from running 200 miles in the dark in my mind. Did we run the marathon? Did we run this? Golly. Yeah, I don't support that. I do support the Amber Alert. I love it. I do love that at the end of that documentary, they showed how a, a specific example of how the Amber Alert did save... One person, I mean, it saved many, but they gave one specific example and she was in it and she was like, I think about Amber all the time. And I think of her as my like guardian angel because without her, I might not be here. So that was really beautiful. Yeah. Um, but then you got to watch, call me, call me Miss Cleo. Call me now. You know what I didn't like about that though? What? We didn't talk about this because I know you love Raven Simone and everything. I do. I love her. And she was in it uh, talking about Miss Cleo, but I did feel like be- they were celebrating that Miss Cleo was this sort of LGBTQ mm-hmm. icon now, and that she was like, usually like women of color are marginalized and all this stuff. So they, they focused on that, like, hey, yeah, get it, girl, with that tone, instead of being like, yes. you know, she shouldn't have done it either, because like, unless you really believe Miss Cleo was truly reading the future then she was she was a tricker who also got tricked do you think miss cleo had truly paranormal psychic ability i I think she read tarot cards and you think tarot cards are i fucking a i don't know it's like my mom i know but we're just talking about miss cleo here yeah for the sake of the show. Like you think okay, that so I a look at the recipe. Read the future. <sighs> when you say it like that, like no, I I I think about you're what like I trying believe. to make the argument that being perceptive as a person yes. is is valuable enough but she didn't just say you know what i just have this perception like that i i have a pretty good sense of people she was actually saying these cards can tell your future and stuff right and that and that's a different argument yeah that i don't happen to be a believer in right i think she believed that she was i don't believe that she are kidding me i do believe you think miss cleo thought miss cleo had these powers I do. Okay. So you're saying she wasn't lying. 
Right. I think the character that she played in order to make other people more comfortable with okay. that was the lie. Okay. That's fine. I don't see yeah. it that way, but I can see your point. Yeah. Okay. But only because of what her her son said and everybody said afterwards. Her godson. Godsons. Yeah. Well, not everybody said that. Well, yeah, Some people everybody. were like saying she made shit up. Oh, that's right. You know that like yeah. sometimes it was like, whoa, how'd she know that? Yeah. And that was very convincing. But then other times yeah. it was like, well, maybe she's a scammer. But yeah, it's hard for it's well, who hard are to, we to say who I don't know. Yeah, I really can't tell. I do know that she wasn't like the one making gazillions of dollars like those right. guys. She was totally getting taken advantage of too. Be sure to check out our patreon.com slash brain candy and our merch. It helps us so much. And anytime you use our codes, it helps us so much. And we are so thankful. And uh, that's all. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.